Hello and welcome. Thank you for joining us today on Talking Shit with Heather. Today, our special guest is Dr. Piper Gibson. She's a fellow FDNP like myself, and she's got so many other cool uh, letters behind her name that we'll let her get into and explain what all those mean because I, I they look fancy. I don't know what they are, though. Uh, talking shit. So why do we talk shit? Uh, the meaning for this, the title of the talk has got two meanings, right? One is kind of tongue in cheek. Um, a lot of times I'll have other practitioners on, you know, and we will literally talk shit. We'll talk about coffee enemas and we'll talk about constipation and parasites and all kinds of other fun stuff. A lot of times it's it's so we can bring our shit story. Most practitioners I found in like, especially in the alternative space, like myself and like Piper, we got here because of, of our own personal story, right? And, and I want to bring that out into the light because that is when we heal, is when we bring awareness to something. So that's the, the, the reason for the title of the talk. I'm Heather Gray with Discovering Health. I'm a, a functional diagnostic nutrition practitioner uh, specializing in Lyme, mold, and autoimmune issues. Um, but this is not about me. This is about Piper. So I would love to hear more about your shitstorm of a story, what brought you to the type of work that you're doing now, what kind of, um, what kind of folks you work with, what lights you up, you know, just, just, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So thank you, Heather, for having me. I'm super excited to join you to talk shit because, you know, that's always fun to talk some shit. But my son was diagnosed with a transient neurological tick 10 years ago. So he's 16 now, but at age six, he was diagnosed with a transient neurological tick, which honestly is really like the precursor to Tourette's syndrome. So, you know, you may see Tourette's in the movie, people are yelling cuss words, and that's not really technically what it is. Um, but he was fine one day and the next day he was twitching and ticking and clapping his hands and saying re words repetitively, very OCD. Um, it was really very scary. So of course we started Googling, we, we recorded him, we took him to the pediatrician and the pediatrician was like, I think it's just a tick, but we'll send you to the neurologist. Well, our neurologist was a total, total nightmare. And he yeah, basically just a tick. So the doctor oh. was just saying that that's just normal. It's yeah. just a tick. He totally. Was, he was so they they'll tell you like, just ignore it. They'll grow out, grow out of it, but we're going to send you to the neurologist just to be safe. Oh my God. So you have a kid that's like <laughs> this and they can't control their body. And you've got the pediatrician telling you just ignore it. Hopefully they'll grow out of it. Oh my God. Yeah. Sorry. So yeah, go ahead. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm glad you asked. Like, so anyway, we went to the neurologist and he doesn't run any tests. Cause you, you go to the neurologist thinking my kid was diagnosed with a neurological issue. We're going to go to the neurologist and he's going to run some testing. We're going to figure out what's going on with this child. Well, in, in the conventional approach and doctors, neurologists, especially really look at your kid and basically tell you the same thing. Like just ignore it. Maybe they'll grow out of it. But this neurologist for us was pretty much a complete nightmare. And he watched my son for about half an hour. And then he goes, you know what? I think he just needs a good spanking. <gasps> yeah. Did yeah. you smack him? I was so astonished. I just kind of sat there with my mouth open. I looked at my husband and I looked at my son. And then I was like, I just, all I could think to myself was, is this really like advice that we're getting from, you know, a physician, a neurologist. And all I could think was that is not going to happen. I have this child who cannot control his bodily movements. Why, why would I even attempt to spank him? Like, that's not, it's not a behavior issue. He's not like stealing gum from the circle K. So that's disgusting. Oh my God. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, you know, that for me was that really big turning point where I felt like this approach is not helping. And, you know, after that, we did kind of go see lots of doctors. We got on that cycle of trial and error. We tried, you know, eight different prescriptions. We did all these things, but that's honestly what really led me back to school. It's what led me down this path to really using those natural, alternative, holistic approaches because we could not find a solution. And I knew like in my gut, in my mother's soul of souls, I knew that something else was going on with him. So, you know, at that point I started doing a lot of research. Um, you know, I, I did a whole research education for myself before I even went back to school. Um, and FDN was really that first approach for me where I went back to school and learned, you know, the functional lab testing, the the dress approach, like how I could use these natural things to help my son. It was beautiful. I just got back from a Lyme conference this morning with, it was geared towards practitioners and thank God, almost every single one of them were, were talking like the FDN principle. Like so many folks want to start with treatment, 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 treatment. No, you got to get the lifestyle down first, set that foundation, right? It was just, it's so beautiful and it's magical what can happen when sometimes you get those pieces into place, a lot of times further things don't need to happen. So well, yeah, yeah, go ahead. One of the things, you know, since you're talking about limes is that a lot of those first symptoms for kids who get limes are things like OCD and, and ticks. They, that really causes that inflammation throughout the whole body. So, you know, that there is an association, not necessarily every single person I work with has the underlying limes, but you know, a good percentage of them do. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, they, uh, there was a whole talk on the correlation between Lyme and autism. It was quite fascinating. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I love bringing this stuff to awareness. So tell us, tell us more. How's yeah. it going now? What, what was your path and what are those yeah. cool acronyms behind your name? Mean? Okay. Yeah. We can totally dig into those. Well, after I finished FDN, I really wanted to dig deeper into the nutrition. <laughs> that, I, that nutrition module for me was like, oh, so I went and got a doctorate in advanced holistic nutrition. I became a traditional naturopathic doctor. So I'm, I am traditional using all of you know, the herbal approaches, all of the natural things. Um, I got boards. I'm board certified in natural medicine. I'm board certified in micronutrients. I really wanted to look at like the whole body, how food affects you, how lifestyle and environment affects you. So you know, anytime I feel like, oh my gosh, I find that this course is fascinating. Like I've been doing so much more work with mold. Um, I go back to school. I take another class. I learn something new to add it to my, my protocol, because I think that the education piece is really something that the conventional approach is totally lacking. Um, as far as like, once you graduate, you don't have to really go back and, and do anything. So I love to be able to continue to educate myself, go to the conferences, learn all of the things. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I actually just got signed up for uh, FDN2. Ooh. And I found a way that the state of Colorado paid for it. No way. And they're paying for an advanced DNA class for me to take. So I'm getting over $5,000 worth of courses that on the state of Colorado, some sort of COVID blah, 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 blah. And I signed up for it and I qualified. So I'm like over the moon because I'm like you. I, I'm going to be a lifelong student and, and I love that. It, it makes my heart sing. And it, the stuff that we're going to be able to do to be able to help people are just, you know, that was the beautiful part about sitting in that conference with people 20, 30, 40 years older than me, doctors in front of their name. And I was keeping up. They were like shocked. They're looking at me like, how did you know that? How did you know that? I'm like, because I, I don't stop. 
I start at seven o'clock in the morning, right? Webinars, eBooks, conferences. It, it doesn't, I don't turn it off. So it, I was shocked. I mean, I've known you for a while. I didn't know you were a doctor until I actually looked at our call today and it said, Dr. Piper Gibson. I was like, wait, hold the phone. What do you mean doctor? Like, how cool are you? Well, I have two doctorates. I'm not a physician. Um, and honestly, like when I started looking at this, I was like, well, maybe I'm just going to go back to, to go to medical school. They have a medical school here. And then I was like, why would I do that? Because I, it didn't work for us. And I know what that approach is. And so this is really where I went that holistic route. And yeah, I've got, I've got two doctorates and several board certifications. And for me and for the clients I'm working with, I'm working with kids just like my son. Um, it was important for me to be able to apply all of that natural approach for them. Absolutely. Absolutely. So tell us more about your son. How's he, how's he doing these days? Yeah. And what did you, how, what did the journey look like? I'm, I'm on the edge of my seat. Yeah. Well, you know, it was, we started taking out things like gluten, dairy, we had food sensitivity testing, we had done all the things, um, but he, he was getting better, but it wasn't like everything was gone. We were like, well, what is this missing pieces of the puzzle? So um, we actually started applying genetics. Um, I'm a, I'm a genomic specialist. And so I love genomics. I think that it is for so many people that missing piece of the puzzle. Like we just don't understand so much about, yes, we can turn these genes on and off our environment, our lifestyle, everything is impacting those genes, but how can we design our life around this roadmap? And so within really kind of for him, 30 days of, of applying the genetic piece, he was like a new child. Like the teacher would call and say, what did you do to this kid? He's like brand new. Um, so now 10 years later, he's 16. He's got a driver's license. He's wrestling and playing soccer. And all of these things, honestly, when all of this happened to us 10 years ago, I, I thought, this, how is this child possibly going to be able to live a normal life? He just he couldn't function. I mean, I took these kids out of school at one point to homeschool them for three years because he couldn't focus. He couldn't function in school. It was just that bad. Well, and thank God you did because I mean, kids like that in a traditional school setting end up getting squashed, right? Yeah. Their spirit, everything, because they get told that they're wrong and they're bad and what's wrong with you and you're broken. Like, the 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 system is not set up for people who are different in any way shape or form it's you can you can you know you conform or or yeah so thank god that you pulled them out and did the homeschooling i mean that was the best absolute thing that you could do for them how awesome <laughs> were you doing a lot of your schooling at the same time i was so i had gone back to school to do fdn so yeah we were homeschooling i was doing fdn um you know they were my kids were are 19 months apart so they were 6 and Oh God. Four and a half, five. Like I had a kindergartner and, and no, it was a third grader and a second grader at home. And it was, and I was going to school, but I had to make it work because I just knew like there was something else happening to him. How are you still sane? <laughs> no, I told you, I just got, I just bought a puppy. So I eat, I ate my words very frequently, but I just told my friend, no, that baby department is closed. I am not having any more kids. And I'm like, oh, let's have a puppy. At least the baby period is a lot shorter a time than it is with, with kid kids. But in the beginning, yeah. it's just as, it is just as time consuming, mentally draining. Like it's crazy how much work puppies are. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Wow. Yeah. So he's, he's just, he's doing great. And now I spend my time focusing on 
parents just like me. So those are the scared, frustrated, overwhelmed parents who feel like they've tried everything. Like they've been to the acupuncturist, they've been to the chiropractor, they've tried every supplement on the planet. And you know, they're tired of shooting in the dark. So I, I work with these parents um, whose kids are struggling with the tics, Tourette's, OCD, ASD, SPD. And we apply the same exact approaches that I use with my son. And, you know, we get them to where they either are no, you know, tick free, or their symptoms are just greatly reduced and they can go out and take center stage in their life and finally be able to do all of those things that they wanted to do. But more importantly, mom finally gets to reclaim her own life because when your kid is better, you are like, well, what am I going to do with all this time that I spent <laughs> Googling everything and researching and looking stuff up? And, you know, a lot of the moms that I work with end up coming to work for me because they're like, I, they fall in love with the process. Oh, absolutely. That is God, what a beautiful story. Every time you say tick though, it makes me, you know, my tick. tick and your tick. Yeah. Totally different ticks. Kind of funny, but, um, oh crap. Where was I going with that? Um, but they are at some level, a little bit associated. Well, absolutely. Absolutely. And how, yeah, the moms. So, you know, my kid was diagnosed with celiac at the age of two, you know, and so, I mean, his belly was so distended, the muscles actually separated like a pregnant person's right. And he had lost so much weight. You could count his ribs and little chicken legs, little chicken arms. And I mean, I, I, for the longest time thought I wanted to work with kids as well. Cause I helped, uh, my stepson with his ADHD, right. You know, just by getting him off of gluten, off of dairy, off, you know, getting him on some good supplements. But man, God bless you, because when you're working just like one-on-one with somebody, you it's hard enough to get them to comply a lot of times with the diet stuff, with the lifestyle changes. But when you're working with kids, now you've got two other people. So three people total, right, to get on board with what you're doing. Like, how do you do that successfully? Like, I'm in awe. I have, I have not figured that out. And that's why I pivoted and stopped working with kids, because I just found the, the parents to be damn near really oh you want you mean I have to cook for them and oh you mean I have to blah 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 and it's like that or continue having your kid cut on himself like really why is this even a fucking conversation like ah, no I know and so you know I really like when I'm talking to parents before they start working with me I make it very very clear like you will have to make changes and you have to be committed to your changes and if your kid is you know, 14 years old and stubborn, you are going to have to sit down with them before I even agree to work with you to talk about how you're going to make these changes. So I actually find that working with kids is easier than working with adults. I mean, I've worked with a variety of adults, adults, and I just find that this piece is easier because I feel like so many parents are, they will do anything to help their child. But yeah, I mean, I really, I really lay down the law. I'm kind of no nonsense in that aspect. I say, look, you know, we're working together. I'm going to empower you too. These are the things you have to do. Like, no, but of course I'm not going to just lay everything out. I say, you're either a rip the bandaid off mom, or you're like a really slow kind of peel the bandaid off mom. And I'm like, I'm gonna rip the bandaid off mom. I'm going to just do it. We're doing it. We're not buying any more of this shit. It's we're done. Like we're not eating this crap anymore. Um, but I've got some moms who are just it's very, very overwhelming to them. So we lay it out in steps, but it's really for me asking them, like, what is your personality like as a parent? And what is your kid's personality like? Sometimes kids are more like, oh, just peel it off. Don't rip it off. It hurts. So, you know, we really have to include that personality piece when, when I'm working with clients, because, you know, not everybody is like me. That's like, oh, we just have to do it. 
Oh yeah, I'm a totally rip the band-aid off type person myself. And I I, I was shocked because she seemed like the rip the band-aid off the person type, but she was more like, a, I'm not even touching the freaking band-aid. Like what the hell are you talking about? It was, it was shocking to me, the stuff that she told me what was going on with her kid. And I was like, well, how does he eat? He was 16, I think. Oh, he eats like crap. He eats pizza, he eats this, he eats that and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, the first thing, you know, we're gonna have to do is clean up his diet. Oh, I can't, I can't get him to do that. And, 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 and what you mean, I'm going to have to cook for him. And I, like, I was sitting there trying to keep the judgment off my face, but I was like, are you freaking kidding me? Like you told me all these horrible things your kid's going through right now. And I'm saying, here's, here's, a, here's a, here's an avenue, right? That doesn't, but she wanted a pill and, and, and she wanted to, you know, she wanted to, she had done some DNA testing and wanted to just to like treat that, that snip type of thing. And I was trying to explain to her how that, that doesn't freaking work. You can't just treat the paper. You, you know. can't. And, and I, I'm not going to lie. Like I do have some parents who've gotten under the program <laughs> and then mom just is like, well, he's, he's misbehaving. He's staying up all night on the Xbox and you know, he's, he's doing this and that. And I'm like, one, he doesn't have a car. He doesn't have a driver's license. You were the mom. Like I tell you have to take control of the situation. You have to play a part in this. You can't just let him be like, well, screw you. I'm going to play the Xbox all night. No, sorry, dude. I'm going to take the freaking Xbox from you. So, you know, I do have some parents that like, once we get into it, they, I really have to, you know, push them to take control of the situation because some of the, some of the older kids, it is like an out of control situation. Yeah. No, my 16 year old stepson, I saw him, he was in my crosshairs for like two years. I mean, his dad was dating, but I didn't have any control. We weren't living together. And then the minute we all got underneath one roof and I was like, you're mine. Like, this is how we're going to eat. This is what you're going to go to bed, you know, blah, blah, blah. And the kid within a month was a completely different kid. He was no longer crawling out of his skin. His face wasn't breaking out. He wasn't, um, you know, dealing with emotional outbursts and he could focus his grades had turned around. And I was just like, you know, I'm like, and that's how it's done. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's, it's, it's really, really amazing to see like parents who are struggling, struggling, struggling. And then 45 days in, they are like, oh, oh my gosh, we're seeing all of these changes. He's like a new child and he's calm and he can focus at school. And his teacher's like, what did you do? And, you know, I, I think so many parents have a misconception about what it's, with me, it's not just about diet. We're looking at everything, oh, but you know, what does it look like to have a healthy diet and lifestyle? Like that is not modeled for us in society at all. And so many parents just have no clue, like what that looks like. Oh, absolutely. I, that, I use that in my talk a lot that we're, a lot of us were brought up with, this is a part of a healthy breakfast bullshit. That's diabetes and ADD in the making, you know, it's nothing but, you know, simple carbs and sugar that goes, yeah. So no, we, we don't um, have uh, good foundations or, or, or examples to, to look from on, on how we're supposed to live and eat and sleep and, you know, toxins and the whole, I know, everything I know. needs to be addressed. Right. I know. And I think that piece makes it a little bit overwhelming for parents because when we sit down, I'm like, well, you have to look at the toxins. You have to look at the environment. You have to look what they're eating. You have to look at their nutrient status. I mean, it is really this all encompassing piece that we have to put together. Um, and they, it can, it can definitely be overwhelming. And that's where I've really created this kind of step-by-step process. We're going to do this. Like, for example, we're going to start working on your gut. If, if I get some kid whose gut is just a wreck, there is no reason to start adding in supplements because they're just not going to absorb them. So 
you know, for me, it's like, we're going to do these pieces step-by-step. Yes. It's going to take us six months, but otherwise you're going to, your brain's going to (laughs) explode. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I, uh, since I've stepped more into the complex case world myself, Mm -hmm. you know, my first year in business, I was, people were like, why aren't you dealing more with Lyme and, and blah, blah, blah. It's that's your story. Right. I'm like, yeah, but have you ever worked with anybody with Lyme? Like there's some of the most complex cases out there, you know, in my first year in business, I was just trying to keep my head above water and stay in business. And it was just this last month and a half. It was like a God kismet type thing where I sat up in bed and I was like, oh God, it, it's time. It's time for me to, to step into this, right? And, and peel those layers back. So in the beginning, the three-month program worked. And now I've got to throw that out because the, to get somebody through complex stuff, especially when it's extreme lifestyle changes, right? It takes way more than three months. So it was that exact same thing for me. Like I, when I first started out, I was working with anybody, everybody, you know, I had an office, I was seeing people locally and I had a friend and we were on the phone and she goes, why aren't you working with kids with tick disorders? I said, said, well, there's, you know, they're complex. And I said, I don't know if there's enough people out there that need my help. And so she goes, I'm going to encourage you just to kind of look and focus. And I started looking and joining Facebook groups. And I was seriously floored when I found out how many parents have kids that are struggling with ticks and Tourette's and all of the things that come with it. I was just absolutely shocked. And as I started to, you know, go through the process with other people that I did with my son, you know, I have. So she works for me now. Her name's Danielle. She's um, like my right-hand man. She's fantastic. But her daughter went through my program and her daughter was diagnosed with Tourette's syndrome. And she was doing like 9,000 burpees a day, just burpee, burpee, burpee. She couldn't control herself. Like she couldn't hold a pencil. She couldn't concentrate. She, she couldn't do her own schoolwork. She had to have someone write for her. And within you know 90 days to four months, she was completely symptom-free. And yeah. And so, you know, as I do this with more and more people, it really starts to snowball because because more and more people are like, oh my God, I see what you're doing out there. And this is not what we're getting, you know, from me looking on Google all day long. Right. No, absolutely. God bless you. And you are, you are an inspiration to me on what can, I mean, I've heard, we've got a mutual friend who's in my mastermind and he talks about how you are just blowing up with your business. Like, what something like I said something to inspire it was funny because even just a few months ago the business coach I was working with when I told her about that that download I got about stepping into Lyme and she's like no 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 I don't know if I'd go messing around with your with your blah 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 and changing things up now and I'm thinking to myself are you freaking kidding me like I just got divinely inspired and 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 you talk about niching down right like this is the niche I'm talking about and you're kind of poo-poo in me. And now I've stepped into it and man, the people I'm meeting and the experiences that I'm having, and it's just like this whole beautiful thing coming together. It's so exciting. So like the snowball, like yeah, exactly like you talked about. So just how awesome. It is. But you know, I think that so much, I'm actually teaching a class on this for a, a seminar, but about mother's intuition. And I think that in society, we are really pushed away from listening to not necessarily our mother's intuition, but our intuition in general. And I think that we kind of ignore that. We don't listen to that voice in our head. We don't listen to that 
our gut. We don't follow that. And then you listen to those outside people, like your business coach who are like, well, you know, maybe you shouldn't do that. You know, are you sure? Are you sure that, you know, that's not the best idea. Um, she's like, well, maybe, maybe one or two, but you don't want your whole practice around, you know, Lyme patients. They're just so hard. They're just so complex. And I'm thinking to myself, no, that's exactly what I want. I want to bring people to the light. I want to have them experience life the way that I did. I am, you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and that for me is something that I really tell parents is if you feel like something else is going on, if you feel like something is wrong and you know, like, Hey, there's a problem. Don't ignore that. You just have to find the right person to help you with that. But I think it's the same. I mean, in business and in life and when you're dealing with your kids is you have to be able to follow that inner guidance at some level. Absolutely. Sure. Absolutely. Amen to that. For sure. Wonderful. So do you have anything coming out right now? Any kind of a workshop or webinar or book or anything that you'd like to? Yeah. So I, I have a, I'm working on my own personal book. We're doing it. I'm doing a tick disorders book. Um, so it's in process. It might be another six months or so, but I'm working on it. Um, I have a book out right now called Corporate Dropouts. It is a multi-author book, but it's really about where I share my, my story and how I went from jeans. When I graduated college, I worked as a fashion designer. How I went from jeans to genetics, what I do now, yeah, from jeans to jeans. So you can actually grab my book um, on Amazon. It's Corporate Dropouts. You can grab it there. Um, you can also head to my website, www.regenerating.health and grab any kind of, I have a blog, I have a tick disorders cheat sheet that parents can grab. So anybody that's listening to this, that's like, I need more information. My website is the place to go. I'm also on Instagram and Facebook at Regenerating Health. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, great. And I will make sure to you know put all that info in the show yeah. notes when this comes out. So thank you for that. And thank you for being on today, uh, Dr. Piper. You're so freaking awesome. And I hope to be like, cool like you someday. Um, but they're already pulling me keep, keep doing what you're doing. I mean, you're doing amazing work in the world and I'm just, I'm so blessed that you came on today and talk shit with me. Yeah. I love talking shit with you anytime. Heather is fun. Awesome. Thank you so much. Have a good day. You all.